Welcome to the UTPB Alumni Podcast, where we talk with UT Permian Basin alumni about their careers and their time on campus. My name is Jeff Myers. I serve as the Director of Alumni and Constituent Relations here at UT Permian Basin, and I'll be your host. Thanks for joining us today. If you have podcast suggestions, please let us know by emailing alumni at utpb.edu. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the UTP Alumni Podcast. My name is Jeff Myers. Today's guest, Wes Burnett, is a two-time graduate of UTPB, earning a political science degree in 1991 and a Master's of Public Administration in 2006. Wes is currently the Director of Economic Development at the Odessa Chamber of Commerce. Wes, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing today, Jeff? Doing good, man. Thanks for joining us. To be here, glad to be asked. Uh, excited about this whole process. Well, good, man. Congratulations because you are officially the first one. So, thanks for asking me, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I always enjoy uh, talking about UT Permian Basin. Great. So, uh, to get started, just tell us a little bit about your journey uh, before UTPB and and deciding on on coming to UTPB and and kind of your your time there. Okay. Well, uh, you know, like most folks, I was in high school and didn't really know what my plan for the future was and uh, knew I wanted to get a college degree because I, I felt like that's what I needed to do, but I didn't, I didn't really have a direction. So I, I went off uh, my first semester to, uh, to another campus that was a, a long way from home, and I had never really been away from home much, honestly. So I was really uh not a fit for that particular way of doing it and i was really homesick uh and uh, you know those those folks which i know they're out there right now are like i'm gonna leave odessa and never come back Uh, that was me but once i left odessa i couldn't wait to get back so i came back uh uh, in the in the spring of 88 after i graduated from uh from uh, high school in 87 uh so i had one semester i actually did complete a semester somewhere else but then i started at uh, at the junior college in Odessa, and then uh, UT Permian Basin was just a two-year upper-level uh, campus at that time. So I had to do two years at Odessa College, and and then go to UT uh, PB as a, as a junior and a senior. Now, while I was there, uh, Governor Ann Richards signed the bill that made UT PB a four-year university. So I was uh, I was a graduate of UT PB after it was a four-year university, but. Uh, while I was there, it was still an upper level for, for a lot of the time, but it was a, a wonderful uh, experience for me. Uh, I met my wife now that uh, that I'm still married to, and uh, we both graduated in 1991 from uh, UT Permian Basin with our degrees, and we couldn't have done that uh, any other place or any other way in the in the way that we did. It was very efficient. We were able to work. We were able to be married while we were in college and uh uh we did we had a lot of local support obviously our families are here but uh just the opportunity to be in a a university setting that had the everything we wanted to uh to attain uh and the ability to do it in our hometown and and do a lot of the things that we needed to do personally and professionally at whatever level we were uh, that that's the way it, it happened. And we couldn't, like I said, I couldn't have done it anywhere else, but UT Permian Basin, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. So you took kind of the, at that time in West Texas, the traditional route of the two years at the, at the, at the junior college and then the upper level classes at, at UTPB. That was, uh, that's the way it, it was at the time. 
that's the way it was at the time. And, uh, you know, we didn't know any different. Uh, we, we knew that that was the way you did it. And we, we both worked part-time, uh, for most of the time, my last semester in college, though, I worked at an oil field company, uh, and worked 50 hours a week and went to class at night, uh, at UTPB to get everything done in that last semester. So it was a lot going on, but, you know, just having that ability to do both, I'm not sure that happens in the traditional setting at that time. Now, I know uh, we'll talk later about UTPB and its traditional uh, way of doing things now, but, uh, you know, life has changed. Life was like that back then. That was the traditional student who had a full-time job and going to uh, UTPB to get their degree or whatever they were doing at that time. So it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That, that first, uh, you know, kind of, a little less than half of the time of the university of being that upper level institution uh, really was kind of ingrained in the working uh, nature of the Permian Basin. There were so many students that did like you did and, and, and worked full time and was, were doing classes at night and, and, and those kind of things. So uh, like you alluded to, we have changed a little bit, but we still have a lot of those students who mm-hmm. uh, are, are working full loads and uh, coming to classes online or at night and uh, getting both done, like you say. Yeah. Well, it's it's a system that that's worked in the past and continues to work well uh, now. So it's it's just uh, it's such a different campus now than it was then. I mean, I'm amazed every time I go out there. And, uh, you know, when I when I went when my wife and I went, it was just the what, you know, the Mesa building. That was the only uh, structure, really, that was of any uh, real standing on the campus. I mean, that was UTPB. Uh, and they had some other things for married housing and things like that, but there wasn't a, there wasn't really a separate library and a separate, uh, you know, anything. Everything was contained in that one building, so it was really compact and uh, very, you know, small at that time. But man, it was quality and uh, still is quality. But it, 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 you know, I'll say it a lot during this call, but uh, it really made college and the university thing happened for us it couldn't have couldn't have done it otherwise the way things were yeah yeah it's interesting to hear people talk about at that time and uh you know before then and 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 up to now just how much the university has changed Um, not just growing as far as infrastructure and buildings and things like that but uh changing as far as yeah as you alluded to earlier being a little bit more traditional uh, can you talk a little bit about that you've seen since since uh, you know being in Odessa from from early on seeing that that transformation that the university's made well it it has become um, just just a full uh, full-blown university you know when it really struck me the most I mean I I, I did get my master's in in uh, 06 and my wife got hers uh, later. But uh, it still hadn't really struck me uh, until my daughter uh, started out there and we went to Falcon Day and we did all this stuff like that. And I thought, you know, this is this is really a, this is really a, a university now. So it's just been such a, a transformation in Odessa and uh, how it's uh, become that um, that very important part of what we're all doing and, and how it fits. But the the major changes that that I saw was you know I referenced it earlier was the construction of some major uh, building on the campus and some different places uh, that you could go to to do different things and you know 
the sports aspect of, of the university that that's very important and adding football and doing all those kinds of things. It's just been amazing uh, to see UT Permian Basin become what it is today. So you, you graduated in 91 with that degree in political science. Uh, you're married. What's, what's next? What's the next step for, for Wes? From that point? Yeah. Well, I, I graduated in 91 and uh, I thought, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to get my master's. I'm going to do something and just keep on going. And, you know, there's some part of all of us that we, we get, we get kind of tired of going to school. Uh, so I, I think that hit me pretty hard and I thought, now nah, I'm, I'm going to go get a, I'm going to go get a job and go figure this deal out and uh, figure out what I'm going to, what I'm going to do. And of course, uh, we probably all remember what, what our economy was like in 91. It was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit slow around here. Uh, so sure. I didn't really have a, a good, uh, uh, plan on that side as far as what I what exactly I was going to do with a political science degree. I thought I wanted to go to law school, but I definitely changed my mind there. Uh, and then I sort of uh, ran across an opportunity in the Chamber of Commerce world and the business uh, uh, membership kind of area. And the the, uh, the Chamber of Commerce in Andrews was looking for an executive director. Uh, and I put my application in there uh, and got that job. Uh, so, and that was a huge step for me. I started there in March of 92. So I had about six months of uh, substitute teaching and doing some other stuff like that. And I did, I did not like that. Uh, so I was the uh, manager of the Andrews Chamber of Commerce from 1992 till the end of 95. Uh, and then actually went back to work for uh, UTPB at the, uh, at the seed building out by the airport. Uh, there was a university center there. It was an economic development administration federal program that I went to work for for about a year. Uh, and then I went to East Texas and uh, ran a chamber of commerce and did economic development out there uh, from uh, 1996 to 1999. And then I actually came back to Odessa. Well, I, I have this trend of coming back to Odessa and, uh, it has a way of drawing people back yeah it, so it drew us back and we came back and i went to work for the odessa chamber of commerce i was the business retention and expansion director there and that's that's when i decided i wanted to go ahead and get that master's that i had always uh, thought i wanted to do i had uh, tried it a couple of different times and started and stopped and uh, being married with small kids and all that was very difficult but again uh, UTPB stepped in there and started to offer uh, a master's of, uh, politi- of uh, public administration, which is what I wanted. Uh, so I was in the first class that went through that program. And again, here's where UTPB just fell right into the plan for, for my life and my career and what I wanted to do uh, and presented the perfect opportunity. The Otis Chamber was very supportive uh, in allowing me to go back. And again, those were online and at night classes. Uh, so the shift had sort of started to begin into some online things. Uh, I'm not a real good online student. Uh, I kind of like the interaction of face-to-face and uh, this that program allowed me to do a little bit of both, but it was very uh, compact and, and uh, uh, not a lot of uh, uh, students in there. So the student-teacher ratio was great, just a great experience. Uh, for me, and I was in the first class that graduated with the MPA program from UT Permian Basin, so that's something I'm proud of, and 
it was, a, again, just another great experience for me and been uh, very beneficial to me and my my uh, future plans. And as we go forward in life, I think education is so important. Uh, and I think that uh, UT Permian Basin just continues to, to give us exactly what we need here in the Permian Basin. Yeah, great. So a little bit, talk a little bit about how the, the changes from 91 to 06 that you saw at UTPB, obviously a lot changed in your life. You're established in your career, you're, uh, you know, family man, that kind of stuff. What on campus, was there a different vibe? Was there a different feel? Obviously there's some growth and things like that happening, but what was the biggest change maybe? I think the biggest change was that campus feel for uh, UTPB. I mean, it became, again, I, I, I said earlier, I, I saw it more when my daughter went there and sort of saw the freshman part of that coming in. Uh, and I think that's very important to see the the new the new uh, students coming in and those kinds of things. But I definitely saw the campus being developed into uh, that spread of uh, uh, a quad and a place to go to to uh, gather with students and thing, people that are doing the same thing that you're, you're doing. So I, that was the big change was that that it just became that university feel. Uh, and that's that's a hard thing to get. I mean, there there are a ton of uh, institutions out there that never really feel like a real university. UTPB does, and uh, but it you know when you go from a two year upper level, uh, you know, and were and was that arrangement for so long, and then just because the governor decides you're a four year university, that's a that's a hard step to take, but it. UT Permian Basin and the the uh, the leadership there has taken that upon themselves through the years to make that a very important uh, aspect. And I think they've done a great job, you know, having students living on campus and uh, again, the athletic aspect of everything uh, that just made it feel more uh, university like that was the big transition that I saw. And, you know, I I'm not sure I'm the best one to ask about that since since my my latest venture out there was uh, a master's program and again it was online and, and at night I I didn't have uh, the true uh, university feel uh, personally through some of that but I definitely saw it throughout the programs and the way the many different uh, offerings that were uh, that were available and the different things that just changed from that aspect sure so you're you're now at the Odessa Chamber of Commerce. You were in Andrews for for uh, several years, leading their economic development. Describe a little bit about what the chamber does specifically, and then about what you guys do in economic development. It's very important. Yeah, well, I was the number two guy here before, and I went back to Andrews uh, as their economic development director for ten years. And then when this position came back open, they they did call and said, "Hey, you want to come come back to Odessa?" And like we said. Odessa just draws you back. And uh, so I've been back nearly four years here at the Odessa Chamber. And the Odessa Chamber is, man, I, I think it's the best in the state uh, and the best one I know of, of getting people together, making the connections to businesses and the community and the leadership throughout the state and the country uh, for important things, uh, important items legislatively, um, small business development wise, all those kinds of things. The chamber is kind of the go-to for that. They've got 
you know, the, the visitors uh, uh, connection there with Discover Odessa that's trying to draw people in and stay in our hotels and promote our area as a tourist destination. And they work in the sports side, uh, making sure that the uh, not only the UIL uh, high school, et cetera, level is represented and tried to uh, build upon, but also the junior college and the university level uh, attracting sports and then the private uh, club sports and the different associations and the semi-pro stuff that we have uh, in Odessa, uh, all that, you know, sort of gets funneled through and supported by the uh, the Odessa Chamber of Commerce with the help of the city. Uh, and then, of course, the, the operations side of the chamber, which, uh, you know, we have the Entrepreneur of the Year, the Business Hall of Fame, uh, all those leadership type events that we try to uh, recognize leaders in Odessa, uh, business leaders, community leaders, uh, all of that uh, through the chamber. And then our uh, department that I, that I lead, the Economic Development Department, which is a contractor with the Odessa Development Corporation, uh, which is the sales tax corporation that uh, funds economic development. We, we're their staff, so we are the ones that are charged to uh, help our local businesses expand if they have plans to do that, but also the big part uh, is to look at companies and businesses outside of our area that might want to come to Odessa to um, either build their business, to grow their business, uh, or to uh, make their business a new home here in Odessa. So that's the big part of what we do. Uh, but, you know, I, I would say, and especially in the times we're in now, this uh, business retention aspect of what we're doing is so important. Uh, we've got a lot of challenges right now and a lot of things happening. We don't know exactly what tomorrow holds, but uh, trying to help our local businesses hang on through this period and be hopefully stronger on the other side or come out maybe leaner and uh, meaner and uh, more uh, nimble and ready to do things uh, in a better way uh, because of the things they learned through this. That's our role now. So we're really finding our value in that. Uh, trying to find uh, different strategies and ways to help them through this, but also coming up with strategies, uh, hopefully, to help them connect with the right programs in order to be able to be strong when this is over. That's great. So you, you, you guys at the Chamber Economic Development have been fantastic partners with the university. Talk a little bit about the university's impact on the community and, and, and how does that affect you guys and in going out and attracting new businesses and, and, and what kind of effect overall does the university have on our community? Well, I think it's uh, one of the main uh, factors in a business decision is the education side of the, uh, of the area. So having uh, a four-year university in Odessa is something that we are able to market and build upon and uh, sell as uh, a difference maker for Odessa. So the research aspect of that, the uh, Center for Energy and Economic Diversification uh, that's out there, and all of the different programs, not only undergraduate, but graduate programs are things that that we get to build upon and, and are such an important part of that. The other uh, you know, part of the uh, university that, that helps us a lot is the quality of life aspect. Uh, you know, when companies are looking to possibly move their business to Odessa, you know, they want to make sure that their employees have opportunities, that they have a, a quality of life things, a place to go uh, learn, also a place to go enjoy an activity, a football game, a basketball game, baseball, softball, uh, volleyball, all of those things 
uh, are so important, and we are able to uh, market that uh, because the university is here. So there's just so much there that uh, other communities in our area, honestly, build upon because of the University of Texas Permian Basin. Uh, but we get to have it right in our own backyard and be able to take uh, people through the campus and show them what's going on. Uh, everybody at UTPB is always so supportive of, of what the chamber and what specifically economic development is doing to try to build our community and build our workforce, build our folks that uh, need uh, that, that X factor uh, of why you need to do this in Odessa. It, it just fits perfectly into everything that we do. Uh, so I, I can go on and on and on about that, but there's so many aspects of uh, UT Permian Basin that uh, just hand and glove fit in perfectly to what the Chamber's doing for Odessa, but uh, also what uh, the Chamber and the Economic Development Department are doing to promote Odessa and make us a, that shining star in uh, in West Texas, Permian Basin. Yeah, great. So you, you, you mentioned a little bit earlier about kind of our current times and our current economy. We're recording this on uh, April the 17th in the midst of uh, COVID-19 and self-distancing uh, and all that kind of thing, as, as well as, you know, a, a pretty significant drop in oil prices, which is so significant in our area. Can you can you provide us some insight on the on the current economy and in in any uh, maybe some some good news or we still need to be buckling down for a while or what are your thoughts? Well, there? you know, uh, unprecedented times. If I've heard unprecedented times once, I've heard it a thousand times throughout this time. And you know, I'll say it again: we've never seen anything like this from the the double whammy that we've gotten with the COVID nineteen, but also the oil and gas uh, price uh, situation and you know, they are connected. Uh, you know, there was there was a glut in the market uh, starting before the medical crisis and then the Saudi Arabian situation and the Russian situation only made that worse. Uh, thankfully, they have taken some measures to hopefully cut back. But but, uh, you know, there's at least a 20 million barrel a day uh, glut in our market and to cut 10 back is helpful, but it really doesn't solve our issue. I, I don't want to make light of anything that's going on uh, with folks that are losing their jobs, uh, being furloughed or laid off. It's a terrible situation for a lot of folks, uh, but they're so connected to be uh, that it's important that we stay healthy, the social distancing part and the working remotely, those kinds of things. But doing that has made the other situation uh, probably even worse than it might have been. We've seen low oil before, Jeff. You know that we've we've gone through some times when it's been uh, devastating uh, with the oil price and the situation and the loss of, of of employment. So that part is something that we can we can work through and would work through. But having the other part on top of it has made it doubly uh, difficult when people aren't traveling and they're not using their vehicles and they're not. Uh, spending money, uh, th that makes that part of the economy even harder to recover. So if we can get through this this uh, COVID-19 situation, I really think that uh, the oil and gas and the energy sector and our economy specifically will bounce back, hopefully a lot quicker than everyone's saying. But I, I know that we're going to be back. Um, I think the governor today, April 17th at noon, is going to announce his plan for reopening our economy. And that means uh, people are going to get back. Uh, out there uh, safely uh, and open up some businesses and get back to uh, to some form of normal 
you know, the second phase of our president's plan is um, uh, non-essential travel uh, to be reinstated. When that happens, that will really, really have a have an impact on, not only on the travel industry, but also on the oil and gas part that uh, the fuel side will come back in some form. So uh, all of that to say, uh, you know, I'm getting emails and calls from companies every day about furloughs and, and laying people off. And that's a very serious situation. But we really hope uh, and see that uh, this can be a short term situation and short term, maybe the rest of this year. But at some point, we will be back and turning this corner back into where uh, what we know the Permian Basin and what we know Odessa and West Texas specifically can do uh, and become the number one oil and gas producer in the country uh, again and uh, be on top of this industry and be stronger again after this is, is over. Uh, Dr. Ray Perryman is our local expert. He's a world-renowned economist, and he's coming with strategies for us specifically in Odessa and the Permian Basin to help our businesses and help us move forward through some times. And I think we're, I think we're actually uh, topping out and maybe flattening sooner than what all uh, they were maybe saying. So I think those are all good signs. Uh, definitely still darkness out there, but there could be some light at the end of the tunnel coming, and uh, we're excited about that. And uh, I know that if we can hold on uh, through this uh, through this period, that I think we're we're going to see this as uh, something that uh, I feel strongly that God has allowed us the strength to get through, and we will be stronger when we're through it. Sure, and it kind of shines a light on the importance of what you guys do in economic development and talking about the business retention side and and um, what you guys can do for businesses as well as what the university can do as far as, uh, you know, getting back in school and kind of earning some of those credentials and and uh, maybe a degree. That's or two right. As well. You know, uh, these times are, uh, are when you uh, figure out uh, what you maybe have been putting off for so long and now here's an opportunity. So. Uh, you guys at the university and the chamber, you know, we are great resources. I mean, if, if, if anything else, if nothing else right now, just the resource of being able to connect, uh, provide the information and provide the means, hopefully, to allow people to, to uh, get the information they need and to move forward in their life and their careers somehow or another uh, and have opportunities uh, for growth through this. That's what we want to do. Awesome. Well, we'll we'll get you out of here on on this question. You're very involved uh, at UTPB. You're on you're on campus on advisory committees. You're yeah, you know I see you at football games and things like that. What would be your advice uh, for UT Permian Basin alums who maybe haven't made that step? They say oh, I want to get involved or I want to do something. What would be your advice for for getting them back involved? Well, I, I would modern? encourage every alum uh, that whatever means or resource you have. Uh, find a way to give back to the university, whether it's financially or whether it is just going to a football game uh, or an activity or just uh, making a call, showing up, uh, finding out where you can serve on some thing. Uh, you know, every little bit helps. Uh, we need more alumni support. We need more support from our community. And uh, we need to build upon uh, UT Permian Basin becoming uh, even a greater asset in our economy and our quality of life. And we can only do that through our alumni and uh, through the support, uh, not only financially, but just physically being supportive uh, at events and things that the university are doing. So find a way to do that. It's easy to say, I don't have time or I don't have it. 
you know, twenty dollars uh, every now and then. If if that's as much as you can give, if it's five dollars, we we just want the the alumni to be supportive and just having that number that we can say our alumni are supporting the university. I think that goes uh, huge huge distances in making UT Permian Basin even better than it already is. Uh, but without it, we will continue to uh, to uh, to not be as strong as we could be. So as we all want to be stronger. So please, as an alumni, give back to your unit to your university uh, and show up and uh, be a part of what's going on. It's a great future ahead of us. Well, I think you're right. I think the future is bright with everything going on at UT Permian Basin. There's a, a lot of good times ahead. So, Wes, this was great. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much for having me. Look forward to the future. Thank you for joining us for the UTPB Alumni Podcast. If you have questions or comments about today's episode or have a suggestion for a future episode, please contact us at alumni at utpb.edu.